Welcome to Crashing Game Night. My name is Matt Dioria. On tonight's episode, we have two Tester alumni joining us to talk about the PS5 reveal. We've got Christy Pride. Hi. And we've got Reality Pales. Hi, guys. As always, we've got the uh, Keystone Light beanie man up in the corner, Gerard Barrera. <laughs> hey, what's up, my fellow nerds? That is right. That is, it is the beanied one, and we have some amazing guests here today. Uh, Jason, take it away. Kratos How's Jr. it going? Showing <laughs> my little Coors Light bottle. There That's you know. right. <laughs> and then, of course, our version of Atreus, Theo Walski. Hey, yo. <laughs> How's everybody doing? Christy? Charles, yeah. it's it's been a minute since we've had you guys on. It How's has year, been a minute. How's it the has, uh, last year been treating you? It's actually been pretty good. I actually made um, the switch from the game industry to the music industry um, within the last year, which has been interesting. I'm still working I on know. games. Still, Congrats. Still, yeah. Nice. Yeah. So, and, and it's awesome. been really fun. And I get to work um, on game projects freelance now, which makes me enjoy gaming much more when it's not my nine to five. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Oh, and uh, Charles, you, uh, you getting sleep? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I have uh, two kids now, a newborn and then a four-year-old. Oh, who, the four-year-old has oh, now just boy. discovered the Nintendo Switch, which has been an eye-opening experience for me because <laughs> I spend so much time playing PlayStation because I have that weird <laughs> bias, it seems, but... Um, I, I'm playing like a lot of Mario Odyssey now, which is like such a oh. goddamn good game. Yes. Um, so that's awesome. It's great when your kids finally get to speak and they do things and they move their mm-hmm. opposable thumbs and they can play video games. So <laughs> and unlike, uh, unlike Christy, I am still, I still have nothing to do with the video game industry. I can't find my way. <laughs> so I've completely given up on it. I will always be just that guy on the outside looking in, but it's always, uh, just as fun. So. Yeah. And uh, awesome. Jason, how's uh, how's idiocracy treating you? You know, it's it's all right. You know, when uh, it's it's starting to die down a lot, which is good. You know, I don't have to say welcome to Costco. I love you as much. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, I got you, bro. I, I know the struggle. But the it's, struggle. sometimes, sometimes it's people different. need to hear that I love you, man. <laughs> they do. Man they like do. You. No. No, they don't. So it's it's been, it's been <laughs> no. a up and down, you know, but it is slowing down, which is good, you know. We do have toilet paper in stock constantly. That comment alone just like <laughs> still baffles me and like not to mention like I called you as like an in, like I had a guy at Costco. <laughs> I was like, that's so absurd. Like, what is wrong with the world right now? Jason was your dealer, that's so dude. Funny. Like, you need yeah, stuff, I know. like a big trench. No, yeah, no joke. And just like, hiding it out. Me and my roommate, like, dude, we like we got a stock. Like, we we just went shopping, like, we, and we didn't get it. <laughs> so it was like, I know a guy. I got a guy. I got a guy. <laughs> Calls me up. Hey, so uh, crazy. Got some stuff in. Yeah. Yeah, I, I got. I got enough. You, you want me to pull one to the side for you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dude, save me, bro. You save so, me. <laughs> so let's let's talk about that that PS5 event that you know we were all supposed to get last week with justifiably so Sony yeah. postponed it. Okay. Um, this week was, was three. three. So you know. Yeah. yeah, this week was supposed to be three. We're supposed to be closing down the show. <laughs> yeah. So you know, okay. today we would have been in LA and probably recording our wrap up 
podcast. Oh, I, even, I even got my uh, boarding position for my return flight from L.A. to Denver. <laughs> Did you not cancel it? <laughs> it let me cancel it, but I, I like, I apparently completely forgot, and then I got a notification on my phone. It's like, oh, your boarding position's A19. I'm like, sweet, A19. Wait, what flight is this? <laughs> it's like, I'm not even in L.A. right now. Yeah. How am yep. I supposed to be getting back? But yeah, they originally had this scheduled for last week, but with um, everything going on with the protests and Black Lives Matter, they said, hey, let's postpone this. They didn't say a date until this week. Um, Justifiably so, I think it was well worth it. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Let's let the voices be heard that need to be heard. And honestly, we're all PlayStation geeks anyways. We were going to be watching it regardless of when it was. So um, the event today kicked off with a 25-year legacy montage. Mm -hmm. And watching some of those games and, like, it kicking off with Nathan Drake's voice, to me, was, like, huge. Mm -hmm. Um, Christian Charles, I mean, with you guys being on the tester and stuff and, and, and whatnot, what was that like seeing all of that history kind of going through when you guys were actually experiencing some of that stuff hands-on in the loft, essentially. Be- before the public. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I mean, obviously like as a PlayStation stand my entire life, it like gave me goosebumps, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> I know. And it just, um, during a time where nothing feels good, it was just nice to feel good mm-hmm. <laughs> for a second. And uh, I think it was a great montage. And it did make me think, it actually did make me think a lot about like the last 10 to 15 years and, you know, the tester being part of that. And, um, you know, yeah, it was just really neat. Charles? Yeah. You were on the hype train. You were hyping that train. So this is like- I I literally made a train. (laughs) I made a train. It was the first, so I've been like brushing up on my design skills. So I made a, I made like a reset era hype train, but um, no, I would agree. I totally agree. I think- also, it's weird because that's like uh, Nathan Drake is like such a synonymous voice with PlayStation now. Mm-hmm. Um, but it also means that Nolan North is kind of synonymous with PlayStation now, whether it's yep. for like Nathan Drake or for kind of that creepy guy in The Last of Us. Mm-hmm. But he um, it was crazy because we also got to meet him on the tester. Mm-hmm. So that was like my first. And that's the only interaction I've ever had with Nolan North. I got to meet like Troy Baker later, but... Um, just the sweetest guy, just the most amazing guy and somebody that you want to spend a lot of time with. You can tell, but he's also very busy. So in a lot of ways, he's kind of like the physical embodiment of like PlayStation. It's just something that you want to have near you and dear to you, um, all the time. Uh, I get to uh, hear him all the time because my son watches Blaze. Oh, and he's a voice. Yeah. Yes. So that, there you go. That works. So Maybe I, I'm just going to have that running in my house on all the TVs. Yes. All the there you go. Because, yes. <laughs> yeah, I've got uh, I've got an injustice uh, running on a loop. So I didn't even know he was in Nolan that. North. That's amazing. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. He's, he's also doing work. Yeah, oh, he's out there. Do- <laughs> he's working. He's busy. Working. Especially with, uh, I'll never forget especially the with Retro Replay. Uh, yeah. But I'll never forget the moment. I uh, I don't know if you guys saw... I think it was the second or third Star Trek movie when he was like, uh, he was like in on the panel, like he was in the crew, but working a panel, just I had like no see, idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like, proud, um, like, like, like Nolan North, like uh, Ashley Johnson was in, uh, 
Like yeah. Ashley Johnson, who was the voice actress of Ellie and continues to be Ellie. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was in Avengers, the first Avengers in a, in yeah. a cafe. She was yeah, a waitress. She was a waitress. Like five seconds. Yep. And I was like, you, oh, my yeah, God. Captain America <laughs> saved yep. her. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's so fun. Yeah. So, Jerry, I'm going to throw this one to you to start with. Mm-hmm. When you saw GTA Five pop up, that it's going to be oh <laughs> on the PS Five. It's going to be free for PS Five owners, and it's coming in 2021. I thought that was the greatest move ever. <laughs> everyone, everyone should own that game and at least play the storyline. At least it's it's an amazing game. Well, but at least you don't have to rebuy it. Is, is way better. At least you don't have to rebuy it. <laughs> true, true. Uh, true. I think that's an amazing move. That's that's big on Rockstar's part, and like it's. I mean, it's smart because it's also going to further I mean, the money train because so many people play it online. Obviously, everyone pays for those credit card points, like as money. Um, I think it's a good move for everyone, really. And this is what three console generations now. It's going to span. Yeah. 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 GTA 5? GTA 5. I'll I'll never forget, like, I I literally had a jacket covering my my collector's edition PS3. It was, like, it was amazing for the GTA 5. It's, like, a very smart business decision because, to your point, it's, like, three generations. But it's also, like, if you look at – and I'm that weird dude who looks at, like, MPD numbers every month. So, like, (laughs) it is amazing to me that they have managed to sustain – the sales figures that they do since 2013 when they yeah. launched the game. I mean, Grand Theft Auto is like a huge cultural phenomenon, right? Like it, it's it that is like way beyond just video games. It's like well, the it craziest changes, thing. Uh, it's culture. an actual revenue stream for Rockstar. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, become a revenue it's, stream. That's so that's like, insane. Yeah. No, they, I don't really know any other game that's done that. They've turned yeah, it into no. a games as a service. Really? Yeah. It, yeah, and I don't think they like knew that that was going to happen. I think the no. PlayStation Four and the Xbox uh, One happened, and they're like, "Hey, yeah. why don't we remaster it? See what happens." And then it ended up being like the top selling game was, yeah. of this current that, gen. That's which, when it became the cash cow. Yeah, and a lot of yeah. people forget that. So there's the microtransactions that get in your shark cards, but then there's also like mm-hmm. everybody's buying physical copies of the game. They're downloading it digitally, and mm-hmm. you could get it free on PC. But it's like it's this continuous cycle of a profitable machine. Insane. And I think they tried to emulate it a little bit with Red Dead Redemption 2. And uh, that works yeah. to a degree, but it's never going to get to that level. Of but that, yeah, auto. that train already left the station. Totally. So I think they just look at the next gen. They're like, why don't we just do it again? Because <laughs> yeah. people are going to buy it. Yeah. People are and, always going to buy it. And yeah. all they really have to rely on are the microtransactions. I mean, right. and they're still yeah. making revenue from that. It's absurd. Yeah, it's a self-sustaining that's, that's so thing crazy. that I've I've <laughs> never seen before. And then we, uh, right after that, they followed it up with Spider-Man Miles Morales. Now, no. I, now, th- I have a question for y- you all. Okay. Okay. So, <clears throat> given the way it was cut in the history of of Sony kind of showing trailers like that, it felt more to me like DLC and maybe like. Hey, we're gonna send something of Miles Morales out. Not it, it didn't. I didn't really get the feel that it was going to be for PS5 or that it was a full fledged like game of its own. Christy, 
because you were. Oh, kind that's of- really interesting that you say that because I didn't even think of that as a possibility. I just immediately thought it was going to be a brand new, you know, fresh Spider-Man game. I figured it was probably in development during, um, you know, when the last Spider-Man game was in development. And I know I, I saw a lot of people online saying um, that they also think it's a brand new standalone game because all of his like web slinging animations and everything is like totally different. That like the movements and the wireframing were were mm-hmm. different. So everybody felt like it was totally separate from you know the last spider-man game so i don't know but now you got me thinking it might be a dlc <laughs> yeah. I, I think that it's going to be a standalone just because mm-hmm. it's like set for the holidays and you don't like it's launched it's, yeah it, you, you oh, don't so really it, have a dlc it, so it is launched that's going to be a launch title it's holiday 2020 it says holiday 2020 yeah oh, okay. so, so you don't yeah. usually have like dlcs around the holiday huh. season you have it like okay. after like in that like springtime when people do pick up the mm-hmm. The standalone. Also, I feel like this is the perfect game to create, um, you know, a collector's yeah. PS5. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think you yeah. can do a collectible Spider-Man PS5 oh, for yeah. the holidays. Because I mean, love Spider-Man. Adults love Spider-Man. That's a good idea. Yeah. 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 Oh, That's why true. did you have to say that? Now you got me questioning whether to like hold out on launch. Oh, and do a holiday special. It's like, oh, I, I don't know about I'm everybody else, but I'm PS5s. It is. A, I think um, it's go ahead, Charles. Oh no, you first. I was going to say, I think it's going to be more in the vein of like infamous second son yeah. where it's okay. not a full on last light. Yeah. Full game, but it's still a standalone on its own because second son, I'm, I've been playing it a week. I'm 75% of the way through it already. Um, this is, I have to admit, this is my first run through on second son. Oh no! You know, <laughs> gotta wait. You know, waited seven years to play it. Um, <laughs> Better late than never. Well, you see, know? here's the thing: yeah. though, I I never got into Infamous One and Two on the oh, PS3. Man, it just never resonated with me enough, so I I it kind of held off on playing this one. But then I was like, you know what? It's in my catalog. Let's just go and play it. I'm doing you know throwbacks. I've been working through Killzone. You know, might as well do Injustice. I'm gonna go back and hit a little Big Planet Three. <laughs> you know let's let's give it a shot and I'm, I'm having a lot of fun with it um you know when we had the rusty rupees on last week i kind of like i was like well maybe i'm enjoying it a little bit too much because you're basically battling an oppressive force <laughs> and maybe it was just him <laughs> but um you know so matt, tag real quick matt you may want to repeat what you just said because you lagged that oh, entire I? piece and oh, my bad. <laughs> it's on, dude. Um, but no, it's like playing the you know, playing this one, it's like maybe I'm enjoying it a little too much because it's like I'm battling an oppressive force. And you look at the society right now, it's like, well, you know, who knows? Um, but I think it is gonna be like that second sun where it's kind of a standalone game, but it's not gonna be a full blown out like 60 to 80 hour game that you could pretty much invest in the original Spider-Man. Um, I think it's probably gonna be maybe a anywhere from a 20 to 40 hour somewhere in there yeah but, i think it's fine really? which is fine something, okay yeah. it is fine i mean if you think back at like yep. all the launch titles on playstation like playstation's history it hasn't been the that strongest is, that is a monumental when it comes to it is a it's like title. the bar yeah. is not very high for launch titles for PlayStation. no i, I totally think, uh, agree one of I mean, my like favorite journalists. <laughs> well, there is that's true. There is Knack, the original well, Knack. That was awesome. Yeah, but yeah. the the trailers didn't do it justice, though, man. The first trailer <laughs> didn't do it justice. I mean, the trailers that's exactly why I didn't buy it at launch because I was like, you know, I'm not five. But yeah, but Knack was then, fun though. 
It was a lot of fun. Mac was fun. It Mac really was. was. It, it was a sleeper game, and it was technically a launch title, which was awesome, mm-hmm. but it didn't yeah. have all that hype like Killzone or I think uh, Resistance? Oh, no, no, that was, was three. three. Resistance. Yeah, Resistance. Killzone was the, Killzone Killzone was the other. Killzone was like title. great, yeah. but didn't still have that like impact. I always yeah. feel like Knack is a game that they gave to the genius guy that is Mark Cerny because I think <laughs> like if there's anybody at Sony who you throw just a shit ton of money at, you just throw it at Mark Cerny because not only he's just the most well-spoken guy, he's also very smart and he seems to be very much like a lot smarter than and I have I mean no mm-hmm. sense by this, but Ken Kudaragi kind of drove playstation the brand into the ground with the ps3 ps3 did well and we all bought it and we had a great time with it but in terms of like a playstation property too early maybe a little too early and maybe for 599 us dollars but yep mark cerny i feel like the most expensive birthday (laughs) gifts i ever got right but i think also counted as a christmas (laughs) gift too oh absolutely absolutely or hanukkah you know (laughs) but i think like sony's philosophy is listen this guy and i don't and don't quote me on this but which is weird to say when you're on a podcast it's very public (laughs) but i don't think mark cerny's technically like a sony employee i think he's technically contracted whenever these things come about and i think it's like a it's a recurring annual thing and he goes on these tours every two years to visit studios and check out like what they need and what they want so that he can actually build the hardware for the next generation of playstation consoles but i don't think he's actually a playstation employee technically so i think one of the things that has always been in his contract is just let him make a fucking game like if he wants to make knack <laughs> let him make fucking knack if he wants to make this goddamn game oh sure i'll buy it for like 39.99 and it'll come out as a sequel but i think in the case of spider-man i think spider-man is a very important thing to kick off playstation games in this conference it was very yes. weird when we started with grand theft auto 5 with the ps4 watermark in the corner i was like yeah, god yeah, fucking yeah. damn it yeah, we're yeah, gonna yeah. have like arrogant like, weird ass sony doing yep. this again <laughs> shit showing then, us more more yeah. PS, ps4 games where <laughs> yeah. like oh god i was so fucking pissed pulling a nintendo <laughs> yeah but yeah. then it pivots to spider-man and you see miles morales and you're like god shit that yeah. number one, it's very important for that game to, I think, be first given the <laughs> cultural climate right now. Uh, not only is the protagonist of the game black, but also one of my favorite writers from like Kotaku a long time ago, Evan Arcis, he's like consulting on it and he's he's a black writer. He's very talented. Mm-hmm. He wrote a, a, a Black Panther comic for Marvel a couple of years ago. And I, oh, I, I thought, like, I didn't think there were many people in that moment who were like, oh, shit, Sony's actually, like, kind of subliminally doing, like, a very important mm-hmm. thing and a very impactful thing. Um, so that was awesome to see that come out first. I love that. Um, my concern, however, with the game is that I think the same thing you guys are voicing is, like, um, Jason Schreier, who is like my favorite video game journalist. I think he he just had a podcast and he was like, I think this is going to be like the lost odyssey of, of Uncharted 4 where, you know, Matt, to your point, it's not, oh, okay. this isn't like a full I agree. experience. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't expect this 95 plus Metacritic Naughty Dog-esque um, yeah. caliber game. Um, it's going to be like a isolated experience that's kind of the bridging of the gap mm-hmm. between Spider-Man 1 and Spider-Man 2. I think Spider-Man 2 is a thing that Insomniac's working on, um, but this is like a 
here's what you can kind of expect. And also we have to tell this really important story of Miles Morales in this yeah. isolated video game. Uh, well, to that point too, is like you said, as a bridge, because That's, at the yeah. end of one, you get to see kind of Peter starting to train Miles. Yeah. So it makes that necessary transition. And I think also too, is Sony is, I think with this whole, event today and as we go through the games everyone will kind of understand what their game at they're looking at a broad spectrum they're looking at the story driven games they're looking at first person shooters they're looking at kid games i mean they're looking at the whole whole swath of everything i was really surprised they they had a couple horror games in there like that was pretty cool versus like you look at xbox has been kind of focused in on only a certain little niche so to speak um so i think sony's just going hey we're all going to be here Let's just for two years. Yeah, yeah dish for two yeah. years, you know. But then, so from Spider Man, right? They pivoted into Gran Turismo Seven, which with no release date, so we know how Plofany is. So it's yeah. going to be another yeah. five years till we see Gran Turismo Seven. No, 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 we're we're going to get um. What was what was the like GT Gran Turismo? Sport? Yeah, Sport or like uh, EP? Like they had like an EP esque type of game, and then they yeah they came out with like four. Uh, it was oh yeah apex you're talking about apex. that's what it was apex. Yeah. yeah that's what G- it was G3 yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so but then right after that then talking about insomniac they go right into ratchet and clank rift apart which i know oh Theo, you you love that love talking about ratchet, ratchet and clank, clank for a while oh. but it but i think ratchet and clank actually really showed off the new hardware in terms yeah. of i thought it looked speed. really good the speed yeah. that that's um, solid state drive and every the architecture around it just makes it so seamless moving between dimension to dimension and and everything. Um, so Theo, what was your thoughts when you saw it? Uh, I mean, I had to like hold back a fangirl scream <laughs> when that came on. <laughs> uh, but I mean, like I was I with the last Ratchet and Clank with um, a Clink in time or no, that wasn't the last one. Was it? Uh, it was like the movie. It, was, it came out. Oh, the movie. Movie. I think yeah. it was just called yeah, it was the same time in the movie. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, the last one that they, before that one with the clink in time, like they, they really like wrapped up the, the storyline with ratchet and clank really like they, they really put it at a close. And I really like that they're striving for extending it a little beyond what people expected. And I'm really excited to see where they can go with that. Cause like with, with their relationship and characters and the comedy they play with the villains and so forth is really something that is flexible that they could really play around with and it can really span multiple generations. So I'm really happy mm-hmm. that they put it on this third generation for uh, PlayStation consoles. Yep. So then we had, um, the working title project of Thea by Square Enix announced. Um, uh-huh. That's being built ex- exclusively console based for PS5. Um, I saw a post by, again, uh, so <laughs> exclusively for PS5. Exclusively for console on PS5. <laughs> so uh-huh. <laughs> they are building it on PC as well. Um, oh, there was a they did a press release right after the announcement um, that hit our. Um, podcast email that said hey yeah it's being built for ps5 and pc 
Um, was but, that the female hero? Yeah. In the, yeah. in the, uh, like poncho. Where she's, yeah. Yeah. Kina, the one that we thought looked like Pimpkin. No, Kina, Pimkin. that's later on. So this one was yeah, the one oh, where, um, see, was this the one that also, uh, showed off the tech demo for the Unreal Engine 5? Like the woman jumping from like, yeah, ledge to ledge, kind yeah. of looking like a Bayonetta esque. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So then you had um because it, it looked really Alex, good. Oof, looking good. Then you had the yeah. first of a couple Anapura games, um, or Anapura published games. Yeah. So you had Stray, yeah. um, which is coming 2021. Um, yeah. Followed up by Returnal, which is a PlayStation Studios <laughs> new IP. However, they I didn't catch what studio is actually doing it. House I didn't I catch think. that either. It's, uh, they uh, made a uh, yeah, yeah Rez- they made Rezogun, which was a launch mm-hmm. title for the PS4. Okay. Which yeah. It seemed like like the consensus is that Rezogun Rezo was like the best PS4 launch oh title. I always loved like, Sh- like Shadow fun. Falls. That was such play. a yeah. fun game, especially it so co-op. Good. It was it so was cool. addictive, like just yeah. trying to get to those yeah. levels and making yeah. your ship. It was so much fun. It was a lot of yeah. fun. Um, so that's a new IP coming. Then followed it up with Sackboy of Big Adventure. Much, little big planet four i'm not I surprised love. they, they can't seeing that they can't <laughs> let Sackboy die if if it's not a little big planet or something but that looks like a, how, a fun fun game but how did you feel about that matt that it was like more of an adventure game rather than a kind of like sandbox type of yeah, game with the little big planets yeah i'm okay with that because i think once media molecule left the franchise Mm-hmm. And went to start working. Um, they did Tearaway, but then they also moved on to doing Dreams, which has been their big, big project. Um, you know, Summa Digital, it was okay, right? Little Big Planet Two was was good, but it wasn't. It didn't have the magic of the first game. And then the third one, you start adding in all the sidekicks, mm-hmm. and that kind of I think, yeah. if you're playing it solo, it didn't have as much fun to it. Um, but seeing this, I think it fits. It still has that little big planet nostalgia. Um, you still have the bubbles to collect and everything like that. But it, I think it's just going to be focused on Sackboy, which I think is fantastic. Let's just, let's just focus on it, kind of get it back to its roots a little bit, and then go from there. Kind of think of it as like a promotional game. Like this is going to hit kids like everywhere. And yeah. I'm very sure that you can dress up your sack boy in this yep. game oh, yeah, in I'm a sure, whole yeah. bunch of costumes. That's just going to entice more people, I think, for the next game. Which could I hope be they let me carry over my planet. purchases. Like, yeah. Because <laughs> then I can dress up sack boy as Nathan Drake. Uh, the amount of outfits you have. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then you had Destruction All-Stars, which is a first-person game. And then you had the game that you were mentioning – that we kind of talked about um, Kenna Bridge of Spirits by Ember Lab, which looks like it totally that, interested in this. It had that Pikmin feel yeah. to it in a way. Yeah, totally a Pikmin. I'm I'm a huge I mean, those, fan of that those little type black of anima- things were uh, really animation. cute though. Yeah, I'm uh, like I love that type of animation, anyways, and uh, so I'll always give a game a chance. Like I, I was really interested. Yep, it looked cool. Yeah. Then we had. Also, yeah, go ahead. The develop. Sorry, I just I felt like I had to yeah. get this out there. But the uh, the two gentlemen who looked like they were brothers, who 
introduce Kenna were maybe the most photogenic humans I've oh, ever yeah. seen in my entire life. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? The one on the left, especially. Anyway, that's all I had to say. The game looks amazing. And it's yeah. apparently a 2020 game, so it should be uh, maybe mm-hmm. a launch title. Yeah, those, I think those two guys were brothers, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I could just see Charles reacting. He's like, ooh. Who is that? Oh, what? This game is fantastic, but <laughs> oh, these men here. God. Oh my god! <laughs> like, forget this. Oh my! Kilo. I want to see more of these boys. Yeah, Jesus, yeah. Lord. <laughs> Let me see some uh, uh, 4K yeah. footage of these boys. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Um, and then you had Goodbye Volcano High um, by Co-op, which is 2020. Right after that, um, you had the return of Abe for Oddworld right. Soulstorm. <clears throat> yep. That was interesting. Talk, it looks talk it about looks, talk about bringing good. a classic. Totally, back, you know? yeah, mm-hmm. t- bringing back a classic and totally looked reinvented. Like it looks, yeah, absolutely. They definitely yeah. modernized it. They didn't really necessarily like continue, but they kept to the true pieces of Oddworld, but really stepped it up. And it the interesting, like the craziest thing was like I don't know if um, unless you played the other games, um, uh, I think he's finally going to talk in this game because it at the very end Possibly. of the trailer it's yes yeah. and often like fun, you're gonna find yep. your voice that's yeah. gonna be you know that's gonna be interesting as well it's gonna be voiced by nathan drake by uh, <laughs> nolan no just coming out and troy baker troy baker does everything for sony right now and, Ash- um, and ashley birch is uh one of the sidekicks yeah. There you go. So, yeah. Funny, it's a weird side tangent, but about Troy Baker, I was just, I downloaded the uh, Modern Warfare 2 re- remake, remaster. Uh, I don't know why. I was just trying to pass the time until why not? <laughs> we, we've all made, hey man, we've all made, <laughs> we've all been there. Oh, it was, hey, it was on sale, man. It no was, it's a free $2.99. I couldn't, I couldn't say no, no to that. So I, I was made some bad it. COVID moves. Absolutely. COVID and I'm, I'm just like in the middle of like a US gunfight and I'm like going to the, the Burger King. And there's all these Russians shooting at me. And out of nowhere, I hear a very familiar voice. <laughs> and who is it? It's Troy fucking Baker is one of the soldiers in Modern Warfare 2, a very old game before I even knew who Troy Baker was. He's just running around, toting yeah. guns in that game. Uh, that was nice to hear his voice. So, so Charles, because he's, he's a main character, I think, in Advanced Warfighter or Infinite Wars. He's the main character in every game. (laughs) (laughs) So, Charles, you may think that's a mistake, but it's not like the original Saints Row that that Jerry picked up. Hey, hey, hey. Saints Row Row III. Saints Row III, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I made the same mistake. I have bought... I purchased, not that, but I purchased all of the... uh, You know how they have, like, all the Jack... All the Jack and Daxter games are bundled on the PlayStation Network for the PS4. Yeah. Dude, yeah. Yes. Technically, PS2 games that are just pushed into the PlayStation Store. <laughs> I thought they were remakes. I was like, oh, Blue oh. Point made them. And no, it's just the same. It's, it looks like a PlayStation 2 game. So oh, yeah. My, my son was very disappointed, and I threw my controller. <laughs> <laughs> but I am just as hopeful to get those remakes, too. I love those games that'd be cool that'd yeah be very well cool. i think uh yeah neil Druckmann has come out and said he doesn't know if they're going to move on if he's going to move on to a new ip or if he's going to do a, a third last of us he's kind of like up in the air which means i think naughty dog's kind of up in the air on what their next project's going to be after uh 
we all get to play Last of Us Part Two next week. I, Jack and Daxter. I, I think I think they're forced. I hate to say this because Naughty Dog might be the most prestigious studio within PlayStation Studios. Probably going to agree thing. with this. Um, I think, yeah, probably. But I think what you see around you, like you have to consider a lot of the business decisions, right? And so yeah. mm-hmm. they have an HBO show coming out. And I have yep. a theory. Yeah. It's not going to suck because it has Neil Druckmann looking over the whole thing. Like his He's writing it. Yeah. He's writing it. But also he's doing it with guys who did Chernobyl on HBO, which yep. was maybe one of the most highly oh, wow. reviewed shows ever on HBO. So I think what a lot of people don't understand is the business implications of if you take The Last of Us and you bring it outside mm-hmm. the medium of video games and you put it on a platform like HBO, which has like limited shows every year, right? Mm. That I feel like uh, maybe you heard it here first, but I think The Last of Us on HBO is going to be a very um, temple moment for HBO. It's going to be maybe not quite Game of Thrones, but it's going to be close to the point where they justify renewing seasons after seasons. And then what's going to happen is Sony's going to say, shit, uh, we have to kind of make a Keep new rest of us. Mm-hmm. I hate to do it to you, Neil, but you have <laughs> yeah. to probably shit out another one. And so he's they're going to have to do it. And I don't know if they're going to figure out a way in which Naughty Dog is now officially like a two team studio. I think they're a quasi. They're going to have studio. to do, they're going to have to do it. Yeah. They would have right. to grow. I, it's just, I agree. It's too big. I, I, it's going to be I mean, too big. That's all down the pipeline. Totally. Think, and we get yeah. reviews tonight of the second part. And I, I haven't had no indication from people who are playing the game right now and I'm not playing it. I don't have it, but it sounds like it's, it's, fucking stellar and i think the refuse the reviews are going to reflect that and i think the tv show is going to be very top-notch and i think ultimately what's going to happen is there's going to be some executives at sony and we always hate those publishers we're just fucking running and poking our developers (laughs) they're going to be like holy shit we got slang and we can't just you know sell t-shirts and plushies we gotta make a game yep Um, i heartily agree with uh your comment about HBO wanting to make this like a multiple eventually uh, if it is that good wanting to do multiple seasons. Well, they're swinging HBO swinging for the fence with HBO max too. I mean, they are also true, but I mean, if it does do as well, you know, they have like uh, a walking dead esque series on their hands that they're just starting, especially when walking dead is on its way out. Yeah. So yeah. a lot yeah. of great moves and a lot of great timing. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I agree. And, and are, you, are you talking about would... Jordan Peele's show? Because, yeah, I think it's going to be pretty big. Yeah, I yeah. agree. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, uh, yeah, I agree. I was just going to say that. So then we got, um, right after that, though, we got Ghostwire Tokyo, um, which is coming out in 2021. We first got a, uh, a real tease of that during the uh, Bethesda Presser. E3 yeah. last year. Last year. Yeah. Did we? Yeah, oh, we did. Yeah, yes. I think. Because that's, um, God, I can't remember her name. She's the really um, spunky um, Japanese game director that she's oh, no longer, yeah. she left Tango Gameworks like partway through the development of this game and kind of was like on her own now. Um, mm. But you've got that one. Then you've got uh, Jet the Far Shore by Super Brothers coming out um, holiday 2020. So that's the one, I, to me, it felt like Interstellar meets No Man's Sky. 
I just hope it doesn't yeah. suck like No Man's Sky did. In the <laughs> that's, that's what I thought exactly when it when it was big. I was like, wait, is this like a No Man's Sky like two? Like wait, what? Yeah, because the art the art was just like like spot on point. It was almost point. Konami esque. Yeah, yeah, but it was just like the yep. the art, artwork was just like wait, this looks just like No Man's Sky. Like <laughs> what? Are they, they going to make mm-hmm. a new one or are they going to make a second one? Like, what yeah. is this? Kind of looked like an arcade No Man's Sky. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And then you had um, Godfall, which we got to see during the Game Awards. They had already shown the trailer off for that. So we know it's being published by Gearbox. It's holiday 2020. It's a, it is, um, Gearbox has said it is a launch title for the mm-hmm. PS5. Um, then you had um, Solar Ash, which is being... Mm-hmm published by Annapura. Um, then you've got, surprise to me, right after that, Hitman 3. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah. IO Interactive coming on saying it's January 2021. So pretty much sum it up. It's just about a launch title. Um, but it's going to be the conclusion to the numeric trilogy. Finally. So we're yeah. actually going to see Agent 47 kind of maybe right off in the sunset, hopefully. You know, <laughs> doubt it. Man, but I, mean, it. Uh, I don't. I, don't I mean, we so. thought Nathan Drake was riding off in the sunset on on the third one, and then it's like, three, hey, yeah. here's number four. Um, <clears throat> and that was a tasty dessert, and I played it four or five times all the way around. It was great. <laughs> then you've got Astro's Playroom, so you're getting uh, that. Yeah. I think is Charles. You mentioned Mario Odyssey, right? That when I saw yeah. Astro's Playroom, I thought. Mario Odyssey. Oh, right that was there. totally Mario. That was yeah. the first thing I thought of. Yeah. Was there's like one point in that gameplay trailer where it looked kind of like in Mario Odyssey the that beachside um, mm-hmm. uh, level oh, yeah. where you have to get the giant squid that's at the top of the water tower. <laughs> it looks exactly like that. But the great thing about that game is it sounds like if rumors are kind of to be. Um, believed it's going to be pre-installed on every ps5 that ships whether you get the digital only ps5 or the ps5 dude if that's great i mean that's that's awesome for fantastic i think that's Um, fantastic yeah yeah. i mean nobody i don't think people are going to buy it for that because i don't think there's a big enough market for the people who liked the vr astrobot video game which was amazing by the way my kid shit himself playing it not literally but (laughs) i think it's like it's a very nice little kudos to anybody who buys a ps5 at launch whether you buy one skew or the other you at least have that which i think is is important i think dreams needs to be packed in no i i I agree with that one though it's it's it just it throws back to that VR playroom that they were hyping up so much from PS4. Yeah, so much. And it was just like, I recognized it automatically. I was like, oh, it's those little robots from the playroom. Mm-hmm. And, and when and, they were promoting the camera too. Yeah, and my wife was like, what are those? Like, you know, it's like, <laughs> unless you actually really like paid attention to all that stuff, you're like, yeah, you know, it's, you don't really notice it. But like, it's, it is like that little fun throwback. It should be mm-hmm. like installed with just as like a hey like here you go at least something that you can start off with <laughs> and it's very ps like playstation looky yeah. so then we got a little devil inside right after that which that i'm really interested in i'm pretty excited for that 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 definitely intrigued me it piqued yeah. my interest pretty fast that looks really it looks really creative and just different i think yeah i think for me it was like 
that was the like literally of all the things they showed that was the one game that felt like this weird amalgamation of an indie title and initially yeah, i thought if, it was an indie title yeah. and then it, it like spread itself into this broad spectrum of amazing gameplay amazing visuals I don't know if it's an RPG. I don't know if it's primarily action oriented. <laughs> I don't know if it's a side scroller or an yeah. open world. So I think a lot is contingent on what the game is. And I don't mm-hmm. know that they did the best job explaining what technically you're going to experience when it comes uh, on launch day. But man, that looked fucking great. Oh yeah. It looks so good. I, th- I feel like with that one, that was the pure title that I've seen this year that looks the most original out of everything. It's like nothing is just like a little piece of different games. All over. Like this one felt like the most original story that we're going to see, how they're going to execute the story and how they're going to immerse you into everything. It was like, even that just little piece of him riding horseback and hunting this giant bear in a, a, a thunderstorm just felt so awesome. Then you had NBA 2K21, which fall 2020. Yeah. So finally, <laughs> I've been meaning to talk about this, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Pelicans for life. <laughs> I want. I want to go over stats. I, mean, I want to go over lineups. Hell, Are you I'm, kidding me, Zion? I mean, he looks amazing. Yeah, he looks player better on player than matchups. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we know this Those is Chrissy's favorite game thus far. You know, from the press okay. she's so sweat drops. <laughs> Those sweat drops, just yeah, like <laughs> Chrissy would beat my ass in basketball. So it might be <laughs> nothing but that. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I mean, she's not terribly far from Rutgers Park, so she's you know she got to do some during no, COVID. <laughs> I have no idea where that is. <laughs> Uh, funny story. So me and my me and my roommate during quarantine, we live literally right next to some basketball courts, like a stone's throw, like so close, right next to our apartment building. So we were like, okay, well, to get some exercise, we'll just go throw the basketball at the, at the park. And um, so we order a basketball off Amazon, and we go oh, to the boy. park, and we have a really good time. We have a like an alarmingly good time throwing <laughs> this ball. So I understand the hype of <laughs> it is just really fun to throw a ball. And then the next day we went to do it again and the cops had unscrewed all the basketball hoops. Oh, no way. So, yeah. so my Fuck career as like an NBA player was cut short. But. <laughs> yeah, New York City, New York did that to all the parks. They went down like unscrewed because um, they're like yeah, you can't play pickup games and all that. It's like, okay, what? You supposed to play horse or something? Or yeah, you know, yeah. I know. But uh, so yes. then you got the the game Bug Snacks at Yo, from the creators of Octodad. One, oh That's a God. launch title. I'm looking forward. I to I think that, that looked pretty fun. I'm not even gonna lie. I was a little embarrassed for Sony. Why you need it? Why, dude? I'm Did sorry. you not see the curly fry arms? That was awesome. Did you see the 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 rib caterpillar? Uh, first, first of all, <laughs> listen to yourself right now. I'm, Chrissy. I'm, I agree. This did nothing for me. It actually, right? uh, it, it did nothing for me. And, and I just couldn't quite figure it out. And I felt like anytime even, I, I, even I understood what was going on, I didn't, I, it like, I didn't know what was going on. Yeah. And, just kind of uh, this game and the absurdity, um, while cute, and I 
like cute things just didn't, it did nothing for me. And it took me out of the presentation for a minute. Like I was so into Thank the you. entire presentation yep. and then they threw this and then jumped into demon souls after. Oh shit. I didn't Just realize that. You. Oh my I god! Could, I could understand so, that because, like, definitely Bug Snacks yeah, gave yes. no kind of story or anything. It's just like it's, this little. It starts off I mean, little gimmick. With, like, gimmick yeah, though, but it's a fun gimmick, though. But for like exactly, it was just like it. It was. It, it didn't border on like the cute and weird. It bordered on the weird, the weird for sure. Yeah, you yeah. need I mean, that. Like, you need that like one <laughs> game. All, in all fairness, though, but it's Octo Dad have, was like, the same. Something like Octo Dad was the same way when that trailer about came it. out. You know, that's true. I was going to say, like, it was, what, which one? I, Octo Dad. Octo Dad was the same way. Same oh, make. I, like, I felt the same way about that. Like, I thought that was a waste. This? I'm sorry. Yeah. I thought that was a waste too. So let's talk about that. <laughs> so shoot right after that, they segue into Shuhei coming out and you know giving two quick cents. We, I mean, it's Shuhei. You know, we love Shuhei. Um, love him. But it was finally confirmed what's been rumored that Blue Point has been working on for the PS5 and whatnot, which is Demon Souls. Um, that was a surprise. That was a little bit of a surprise to me. That wasn't a surprise to me just because the rumors have been out there for so long that Blue Point's oh. been working on it. Um, so I, for all those Demon Souls fans out there, it, it's great. They're going to have this game remastered um, along those gonna lines. It's going to look good. Mm-hmm. Um, then you had Deathloop. So we're going from the absurd, like, WTF moment of bug snacks. What, what is this? <laughs> but if you remember, this was also an announcement at E3. To, yeah, to Demon Souls. But then they come out and really show a longer trailer for Deathloop, which is a first-person shooter. It felt in some it's ways an, like It's Assassination thief. Groundhog's Day. Yeah. It felt like 13 more than anything. It felt like Bioshock, honestly. Like it felt like there is this amazing. And I remember when this game was announced, and I thought, "Oh shit, that's kind of unique." And it felt like this weird amalgamation of Bioshock, and you have this really cool protagonist that you don't typically see as a protagonist. Mm -hmm. And then I realized that it looks like Sony must have put a little bit of money behind this because my understanding is this is going to be a console exclusive, which means it's going to, when it comes out, it's going to be a PC and PlayStation five mm-hmm. exclusive game. It's not going to be on a Charles Switch. Oh, really? It's not going to be on a Xbox series X. So you're going to have to <laughs> wait a couple months to a year for it to come out on an Xbox. I thought it looked honestly of all the games, I think maybe demon souls was like my favorite admittedly um but this one looked just fucking stellar yeah. i i love how jason yeah, looks so much fun i love how jason keeps going repeat that again when we say exclusive PS5 exclusive yeah like <laughs> i mean it, it, no it's a fair yeah. question because the whole goddamn yeah. thing is confusing sony and microsoft are so fucking guilty I, of this because yeah. they don't know how to best communicate and admittedly it's like it's very complicated because you have all these contracts you have all these yep. NDAs, you have all these crazy things that are working mm-hmm. but what they failed to do today admittedly was give you a very good look at what is going to be there when you buy a ps5 
five at launch in November, mm-hmm. whenever that date might be, December, maybe October, mm-hmm. probably not. No, but no, no, no. they also failed to tell you what is going to be an exclusive and for how long that's going to be an exclusive. I think this yeah. was a, like a great example. Yeah. Like I had to do so much research after this goddamn conference to understand what am I getting for my dollar like if i spend five hundred dollars on a ps5 great i can buy these few games that will only Mm -hmm. be available here and not my pc for Mm -hmm. this long but also these are the games that i can buy that are not going to be available Mm -hmm. on xbox for a a series of time um and xbox they're going to do the same thing like july they have a conference and they're going to tell you what you can buy on Xbox exclusively and probably a PC and you can't get on a PlayStation for a very long time but too. To follow that up, Charles, Xbox that's one at the same time. But they're going to be able to, that's the thing is though, the Xbox Series X is not going to have any console exclusive games for two years. They're going to yeah. be Xbox One and Xbox Series X for two yeah. years. Which I... Um, I mean, they can still have an Xbox exclusive but it would still be xbox one it has to be yeah which is my whole big thing because you're yeah. putting out these new gen consoles and for it, it's two right. years the whole thing is so, confusing it's so got two years PS1, PS2. oh hey ps3 ps4 naturally we go to five no we want to go to 360 no we're in xbox one now Xbox I'm like, City. have you griping on name convention? Oh, yes. the, name, the name is not <laughs> really? it. It's just fact, <laughs> the fact that you're having two years of dual console releases or digital dual console, and you're like not ex- you're not putting an exclusive thing for Xbox. Like, I don't even what care makes if me it's Halo, buy a Halo Seven. Yeah. I don't even yeah, care if it's no Halo motivation. Seven. Just so, give me that totally and you're like <laughs> I'm, okay i'm gonna there's play a reason Devil, for me to get an xbox series x i'm gonna play devil's advocate here i'm obviously a playstation fan i play a lot of pc play a lot of nintendo switch mm-hmm. i don't own an xbox so i can't say that i am but in microsoft's defense i think microsoft and sony while the ps5 and the xbox series x have somewhat similar specs right Mm -hmm. xbox series x has more ram uh ps5 has maybe a faster ssd i don't know what the fuck that means Mm. but what (laughs) i can tell you is (laughs) what i can say is that under phil spencer who i adore i think microsoft and xbox have a very uh long-term strategy of attracting New consumers, but not only new consumers, but also like just attracting gamers in general, because it's a very, I I would honestly argue that the the PlayStation 5 is not as much of a a consumer-friendly device as the Xbox Series X. What I mean by that is you have Game Pass, you have whatever they're doing for the span of two years after launch. Like Phil Spencer's philosophy is let's try to aggregate and let's try to pull in as many gamers as possible. And I think that's like really important because where they fucking dropped the ball on the Xbox One is it was more expensive. It was uh, always on DRM, which mm-hmm. ended up being a flip of the switch to turn off. It yep. was all these things. It was connect. <laughs> it was connect connect was the reason that was like a hundred dollars more it was all these bullshit things under don matrick who i don't know what the fuck he's doing now um 
But ultimately, I think what Phil Spencer is doing is let's just be very pro gamer. Mm -hmm. And I think what I try to keep literally top of mind, and I am a PlayStation fanboy, and it's very hard for me to admit Mm -hmm. that and try to be unbiased, is it's just when you launch the Series X, you have Phil Spencer, who's Mm -hmm. being very open-minded about gamers. And when the PlayStation 4 launched, it was very open-minded about developers. If you remember when they launched the PlayStation 4, they were like, you know what? Let's let everybody in. It doesn't matter if it's first-party AAA. It doesn't matter if it's the fucking developers of Octodad. We just want to make a console that is accommodating, both in development Mm -hmm. cycle, because the PlayStation 3 is a fucking nightmare, but also we want to make something that's accessible for gamer everybody. And so what I think Phil Spencer is trying to do with Xbox is make something that is future-proof, and that might not necessarily mean games tomorrow in 2021. I think what it ultimately means is if you buy an Xbox game, you can play it on your Series X. You could play it on yep. your whatever their project is that is a digital-only version. You could play it Lockhart. on PC. Lockhart, thank you. You yep. could play it on anything. So it's a very consumer-friendly centric approach, and as much of a PlayStation fan as I am, I have to say Phil Phil Spencer's made he's made it hard because it's you know as a dad it's hard for me to commit to one single console when I see the value in every game, every console, every mm-hmm. hardware, software developer across the spectrum that Phil Spencer is kind of preaching. Well, I think one thing I, I love about Phil, right? And you, to your point though, he's, he's about the gamer. And right. he, he doesn't care if you're going to be playing games on a PS5, an Xbox, a Nintendo Switch. He just wants everyone to be able to play together. Mm. You know, he wants to tear down all those platform walls, yeah. so to speak. Um, now, admittedly, Sony's kind of been yeah. hesitant, so to speak, on that. Um, and every time they get pressed on it, some, some reason they can't do it. Well, I mean, modern warfare is proven. You can do cross platform. You know, there's some change. other games that they don't like well. change that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it'll be interesting to see what they say. And I, I think we can kind of talk a little bit about that Xbox thing when we get to the end of what we got to see today. But, uh-huh. um, right after death loop, we got resident evil eight village. Mm-hmm. And a castle. In a castle. Um, I kind of felt it kind of felt like a little bit like Resident Evil 4. I was like, are we it was kind of like it look, was I, know. <laughs> I thought Me too. We, I thought we were getting the the next remaster on PS5. Mm-hmm. I was that was like a was re- right there it wasn't too. even like a remaster, it wasn't even a remake. I was like, wait a minute. This is the same little village I, I went like, to in the yeah. beginning of Resident Evil 4. Yeah. Uh, this is like a reboot master esque thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, I agree. Yep. And they, you know, they announced it's coming next year. So, I mean, you can tell um, Capcom's got multiple teams running. You've got the Monster Hunter team. You've got, you had, you know, Resident Evil 2, Resident Evil 3 teams. You've got now Resident Evil 8 working on that one. It'll bring back that first person perspective again from 7. Um, then we got a new IP called Pragmata. 
right after that. I thought it was uh, I thought it was Dead Space. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, I, I looked at his his fucking helmet. It looked like Dead Space. So oh, I don't know yeah, if it's yeah, yeah. plagiarism or uh, so. There were two things that were going through my head. I'm sorry. I have to say this. I thought it was Dead Space. And I talked to Will Santiago, who is Achilles' might on the tester. Yeah. And he was like, holy shit. I thought the same thing. And then I, I looked at his helmet again, and I was like, it has to be Dead Space. It looks like Isaac Clark. Is that his name? Maybe. But it, lo- it, <laughs> it looks memory. like it's yeah. Dead Space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the second thing that crossed my mind, and this is weird, um, I thought it was Kojima because the Kojima. Oh, this is the one that I thought was yeah. Kojima. Yeah. 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 This is the looks, one that I thought was like. Lo- dead, it dead looks dead like the Kojima like yeah. logo. It looks like the Ludens figure, right? It looked like, yeah, the logo. Yes. The little space dude. Yes. I yeah. thought the same thing, yeah. I thought it was, I honestly thought it was the intro to like a new Konami game because I was like, oh, okay, this is the intro. Like his little, mm-hmm. you know, before uh, uh, cinema thing, and then it right. just kept going, and I'm like, oh, okay, uh, breaking through a world, and now it's in space. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then this is interesting. And then we got Horizon Zero Dawn too. And then oh, ride. Oh. That magic. How many oh, circles did you I, around your house, baby? How many? Uh, just, I just I sat here and just was like, just, the, the moment I knew it was, I immediately texted you. I was yeah. like, oh, I, dude, <laughs> you got it, dude. <laughs> I was I was kind of hoping it'd be a launch title. Yeah, me too. I, I think um, that would have would have stayed too, too much, too no. much. I don't think so. Nowhere is too like, much. Uh-uh. Yeah. I, when did that too, come out? 2017, 2018? Two strong ti- like that, yeah, that something like that. Two main strong titles for a launch. I, absolutely. I, I, I hardly agree. It should have been a launch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That would have been great. But yeah, I was excited to see that, and they're expanding it out further into the west. Um, you got to see the Golden Gate Bridge, very overgrown. Some new it looked amazing machines. Yeah. It just overall was just it looked and fantastic. I don't know about um, you, but I kind of got like it, it seems like it's going to be a little bit more vast. Like it's going to be much more open. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I, I like how they—they still look like they're still keeping some of the core mechanics that we yeah. love from Horizon. But I think knowing Gorilla, they never rest on their laurels, and they always try and up what they've done before. They always push it. You yeah. know, you look at especially the Killzone series. You know, they've—they always pushed it from one to two to three to Shadowfall. Um, so yeah, that—that that was exciting to see. Um, Yes, it's not a launch title that we know of right now. The way kind of Gorilla kind of put it with the new three studio heads that kind of took over once uh, Herman took over Worldwide Studios for Sony. Um, you know, I think it, it's going to be worth the wait, though. I, Definitely. Take your time. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Give us a beautiful masterpiece. <laughs> Feel um, out the PS5 a little right? bit. Feel it out. And then... Yeah. Stretch its legs. And, and then... Right after that, I was thinking, okay, cool. This is this is going to end it because we all thought this was just games, right? And then all of a sudden, Sony drops the actual system. I would have been, I honestly would have been so pissed. And and shows us <laughs> not only the PS5, but they also show off a PS5 all digital version without a disc drive. Um, plus, they show off new headset. 
new media remote for it, new charging dock for the, the controllers. Don't like the controllers. Don't like it. Damn it. I'm going to get that charging and, dock. I'm going to get the headphones. <laughs> I already know it. <laughs> My wallet. <laughs> Even though you I mean, said you didn't like the white, you're just going to switch over to all white now? No, 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 no. I'm going to no, wait. No, no, no. But the, He's going to wait. The moment, I'm going to wait. But the moment <laughs> it comes in a different style, I am going to get those. <laughs> what if that's so, three years, Jerry? Oh. I can't wait that long. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm weak. I'm not going to lie. I'm weak. I'll do it. I'll buy it. I'm just going to spray paint. Yeah. <laughs> there's so, Etsy, you know. There's, you know, people, <laughs> people do custom jobs. <laughs> so, Christy, what was your thought when you actually saw the consoles? When I saw the consoles, um, I think I had the same exact thought that the entirety of the internet had, which was that it looks like a router. (laughs) (laughs) That was the first comment I made. Yeah, but a router that I would like make love to, you know? (laughs) I I think it's beautiful. It's different. Um, Personally, I'm not a stickler for like what my hardware looks like. I mean, I'm sitting right next to my PS4 and it just looks like junk amongst my books and stuff. So, I mean, not for nothing, but I don't really care so much about hardware. But I do think this looks stylish, although I would like to have seen it more horizontal. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was thinking too. Like, yeah, because I don't ever put mine vertical. No, I don't ever do that. The question yeah. is, is that just a stand though? Because remember when they initially advertised the PS4, it was it was standing vertically. Because yeah, they had the base, and then it it does make sense because they were uh, showing the other accessories with it too. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I mean, it makes sense to show the stand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just hope that oh, it's that okay. it is horizontal. I, I can't deal with that vertical. No, yeah. I don't do vertical either. Oh, I, I always mean, do vertical. I much prefer it. So much California, less- man. <laughs> Earthquakes are like yeah, man. They the really could have unveiled anything as far as hardware goes, and I would have lost my fucking yeah. mind. So <laughs> yeah. I just like the only problem I have is like because it's so white, it's gonna get dirty so quick. Because I I know myself that dust. Yeah. Yes, we know how dirty you are, Jerry. Exactly. And I feel like black having everything black as like as a reformed goth girl. My entire room is is black furniture, and I have to dust this shit every fucking week. It is no joke. So yeah. I don't want to hear people talking about how it's going to look dirty because it's white. <laughs> Charles, what do you think of it? Oh man, I because you've been on that hype. You've been that. You've been that conductor on that hype train for a while now. I have. I and you have been uh, every time Sony <laughs> posts something, you're like PS5. PS5. Uh, <laughs> the past a- month, seeing Charles on my Twitter feed has been a fucking nightmare. It's, <laughs> I just see him <laughs> responding to PlayStation <laughs> and mention of like PlayStation news, just straight up like <laughs> bullying them. <laughs> Leave these people alone. That's pretty much what it's been. Which is, it's fair. Like, uh, it's like for fun, I was just shitting on PlayStation. Every time they saw, they're like, "Hey, uh, this indie game's coming out for PS2." I'm like, "Fuck off! Yeah. Talk about what we want to hear." <laughs> and yeah, totally Chrissy's right. I, I totally I I this sounds like Jerry with FF7 remake. I totally <laughs> yes. agree, but I also agree with you about this. Like, okay, I get it. Like, some time has gone by. Say something, something about the console. Yeah, 
not a game, not the damn controller, like something. And which is fair. Then, then, like I okay, we finally get a date, right? And then it gets postponed. Okay, that's it. I, I like that's what good, I was like. Yeah, for good reason. It gets postponed. <laughs> yes. I was actually honestly, I was like very surprised it wasn't postponed. Like I thought we weren't going to hear about this until the end of the month. Maybe next month. I thought it was going to be longer. Yeah, like next month. Like yeah, I too. thought, like we needed, like we needed a lot more time. Well, I think what I think the reason why we we got information now though is because Xbox originally had Xboxing Day scheduled for next week, mm. uh, and once I think with that being set in place, Sony's like, well, they've already had a couple of things where he yeah, had Game Awards. They had their own little like zoom like microsoft teams meeting event showing third party you know you had to do something and now microsoft has moved that into august from boxing day to give them more time and i i think after today by seeing both versions i think this is gonna force microsoft's hand and reveal the lockhart they're gonna have to because now sony's saying not only do you do we have all these different games that hopefully will appeal to all types of gamers, right? The kids, the the adults, whatever, right? The nostalgia. But we have a cheaper, they're gonna have a cheaper version that's all digital. They're gonna have a disk drive version for the ones that want physical discs, which I'll be going with a physical disc version because I do have quite a few of my cool. games on on physical. Um, I'll be getting, you know, my wife an all digital one, unless they announced that that thing is backwards compatible all the way back to the two. And then I'm going to have to get her a disc drive version just so she can play Gauntlet Dark Legacy. Um, But, you know, Microsoft is, you know, they're only talking about the Series X. We know they're working on an all digital version. We know that. Because especially over the last few years, talking to, you know, Charles being a PC gamer, there's been a lot of data mining going on within the new Windows setup that is referencing Lockhart like crazy. So I think they're going to have to do something. They're going to have to show off Lockhart. And I, I think what disappoints me the most, though, is Sony. I think, granted, yes, they gave us a console. I think what, they, what we needed was a date, like a concrete date or something, because we are now six months away from holiday right? That holiday window, but we're not going to be able to go pre-order anything at through Amazon, Best Buy, GameStop, whatever it is until there's a date. You know, at this point with what's going on economics wise and everything, I think they could have just said, Hey, here's the date that's coming out and then they can do price point later. We know Microsoft and PlayStation are playing this game of chicken on who's going to reveal the price first. Every year, um, every time, every time, every yeah. time, every time. So I just, I wonder who's going to blink first. This is so exciting though. I do love that we get to, we're getting new consoles again. Cause how long mm-hmm. has it been since we've had, you know, this kind of console war? Yeah. 2013 is when it started. Six, yeah. Every six That's, years. That is actually true. Cause we, we were a part of, you know, the reveal of the Xbox one and the PS4. And we've gone through its whole life cycle. It's kind of, yeah, it is very interesting. Mm-hmm. It's like really cool to think about. And now we're yeah. back and there's another console war. <laughs> yeah. You know, air quotes. Um, <laughs> but it's just fun to kind of like live through this and how it's kind of like, it's always different, but still the same when, you know, the new consoles. Still are. familiar. Yeah. 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 So it's fucking Absolutely. dope. So 
Out of everything today, Chrissy, what was your your favorite? Um, I'm going to, well, I want to say Horizon. I was just talking about Horizon Zero Dawn two nights ago um, to a friend of mine talking about how I don't think they're going to make a sequel. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, come on. I can show you the fucking text messages because at this oh, point, it's like a, please do. I, yeah, I was like, I don't know. They came out with like the first DLC and then just like fucked off and like never did anything with it. And I was like really excited about this IP. And, and uh, I'm like, was like telling my friend, I'm like, I'm so mad at Sony for like wandering <laughs> like an amazing like protagonist and like not doing more of this IP literally two nights ago. So, <laughs> well, like, funny though is they didn't expect Horizon to make any money. Yeah, originally, and Horizon Zero that was gonna be it, and then uh, it made so much money at launch. That's when they said, "Oh crap, we got to do DLC for this really quick." But and let's got, do it, Frozen Wild. It did get a lot of buzz that E three year because I mean, yeah. everyone. If you remember when we walked out of that demo, everyone was hyped on it. Mm-hmm. Like that was one of the best demos we played. Well, we went from we went from playing Breath of the Wild, yeah, to the demo for Horizon, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Um, oh, that's where you guys went. Yeah, that yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, <laughs> really were, after, you were back you know, in front of Fantasy. Hey, yeah. after <laughs> you know, standing four hours of you know four or five hours in line for Breath of the Wild. Uh, yeah. Day oh, three, we went right day. over to Horizon. That was a I long day. That day. It was. So, Charles, what was your favorite? Um, shit. Uh, it was a great show. Um, I'm excited. I want to buy a PS5, but I would say, and I'm kind of embarrassed to say this. uh, No judgment, bro. No judgment. Uh, (laughs) I want to say the most expected thing of this entire show, the most anticipated, every something everybody knew about, was Demon Souls, Mm. and I. I think Demon Souls might be it, and I wasn't I wasn't entirely convinced from the trailer, but then I saw all the screenshots in game on an actual PS5 kit, uh, and it looks fantastic. And I think Blue Point, I mean, it's Blue Point. I, I what I like, what I love about that, that's exactly right. And what I love about this industry is you don't just support the game. You support the people that are behind it. Yeah. And Blue, fuck, Blue Point has hustled their ass off for years. They have been making remakes and remasters, and then they did Shadow of the Colossus remake. And it's like, fuck, give these guys a chance. But then, but then you think, oh, wait, we've done this before. We gave uh, Ready at Dawn, we gave them a chance, right? We... They made a bunch of God of Wars for the PSP. And then we decided to give them this huge project for the PS4, which was uh, the Order 1886. And the, origin, the Order 1886 kind of fell apart a little such bit. Such a bummer. It, it was such, such a bummer. Game. It was fun. I'm actually, I'm, I love it. Yeah. I'm a little <laughs> surprised we didn't see the Order today, but. Oh, that um, would have been amazing. There is rumor. Uh, there is rumor right now that Ready at Dawn is working on the sequel. Really? That's yes. That word, yeah. 
I don't know if it's real. I, honestly, I could care less if it is. If they want to explore it, I am so going to buy it day one, yes. just like I did 1886. Um, 1886, just like a fun fact for everybody, I was playing 1886. I was working at a company and I was streaming it and they fired me in the middle of 1886. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm going back to America. <laughs> I was in Canada. It was a great game. It was a fantastic game. But yeah. Fuck them. But it was a great game. And I, honestly, I think like the people who are working at Ready at Dawn are like, they're primed to work on something like mm-hmm. this, right? They're like, yeah. they want to go back into AAA development. They're working on like a uh, a small game for a little while. Fuck, I forgot what it's called. Well, and then they but, had the, the VR game too. That was oh. that they were doing um, right. for what was it? Oculus. I think it was Oculus. Yep, it wasn't PSVR. Um, but I think it's like it's like a super talented studio, and they've kept like the the DNA of their team intact after 1886. And I'm like, shit, I want to see what you guys can do knowing all the feedback that you guys have gotten on 1886. And I think it's also like a universe that hasn't been tapped necessarily, but anyway, going back to like the wins of the PS (laughs) five, I think demon souls is a big one. Um, I think demon souls is probably not going to be a holiday 2020 one release. It's not going to be like a, a PS five launch title. Uh, much like a lot of people thought it might be. And shit, what was the other one? There was one. Hold on. I have notes. I swear to God. (laughs) There was another one. And this is, by the way, this is the first time in my entire life I've ever said an indie game developed by a small amount of people was like the highlight of the show, which means a lot to me because I've only done like two of these, right? I had the PS5, PS4, sort of the PS3. I was kind of a little kid. But today, what I learned is the most impressive game, I think, to me today was... Wait. Hold on. Wait for it. I swear to God. (laughs) I'm going to leave you hanging on it for a little bit. Wow, this guy. Wait. Wait. Little Devil Inside. Okay. Okay. That was a fantastic game. Mm-hmm. Not only did they show just like the subliminal, sublime uh, aesthetics of a, a new console release. I think it looked good. They also showed that they have something that's worth talking about, right? Like Journey. Like yeah. uh, backing company releases, they have something that's honestly innovative, that's going to push the envelope, that's going to, I have no idea when it's going to come out on PS5. Honestly, probably 2021, maybe 2022. And it was like, it was a very impressive showing. And I don't, I, I honestly, I have no idea how much of that was gameplay. I don't know how much of that was pre-rendered, but it looked like a lot of gameplay. So mm. I think that that's still the show for me. Hmm. Interesting. 
Um, I'm also, aside from Horizon, I'm really excited about, um, uh, what was it? It was Goodbye Volcano High. That um, was really that just looks like a labor of interesting. Lobby. Yeah, it looks amazing. It, yeah. I've decided, oh my gosh, hello. Children. <laughs> <laughs> <Hey>, Cody. <laughs> oh, what's hiding? I can't see you. Where did you go? He was oh, just go. here a second ago. <laughs> this is rated oh, M for mature. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he, he crashes every once in a while. Love to see it. Um, so when I saw <laughs> Goodbye um, Volcano High, it almost looked like Monster Prom. I was yeah. like, oh, is this kind yeah. of like a follow-up to Monster Prom? So, um, yeah, and I really like this style of, of like uh, indie game right now, actually. Mm-hmm. And Monster Prom is exactly what I thought of immediately. And um, I've decided, um, you know, 2020 is probably the year that I just fully become a furry between all <laughs> the anime and like... <laughs> okay. <laughs> a real, a real Same. anthropomorphic um, trend going on now. Yeah, and with B stars and true. So. Dora, hey, Dora. Okay, yeah. let's <laughs> do it. I'm with you. <laughs> so, okay. before we kind of just do a roundtable really quick on what everybody's playing, uh, Jerry, Theo, Jason, okay. yeah, yeah, okay. Newman has returned. Oh, oh no! no so let's we let's you, let's hear what he had to say for everybody. Oh. All right, guys. Here's the Newman minute. I finally got caught up on the podcast after getting out from surgery for the second time, which was a good one. But good job, bro. In light of content that was good this week, I'll be gentle and I'll be nice. First question I have is: If Theo is babyface, does that make Jerry baby Huey from Roger Rabbit? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I would say yes. that uh, everybody I'll needs take to watch it. out because Cody came on and then with less than three years of being on this earth, he had more talent than the other three combined. I can see you guys giving some more commentary. And I'd love to see the video of that, Matt, if you haven't, you haven't put it up already. <laughs> I love the diversity keyboard. Great show, guys. Keep on going strong. And um, you'll get more Newman minutes as time goes on. I'm listening to you as you as well as I can. Thanks, guys. Bye. Love it. First and foremost, yeah, I want to shout out to Newman. Like, yeah, dude. Hopefully, he's reco- recovering very well. You know, he is. But sec- secondly, I like how he's making his own little section on Newman. the show. I love it. He's got it. That, that, that's what is, Newman minute. I love it. That's awesome. And I will also take that badge of honor. Baby Huey was awesome. I love really? It. You want to be Baby Huey? Okay, cool. I'll start calling you Baby Huey. Are you Huey. kidding me? He he had he had chicks, dude, driving him in his little like car, his car all seat. day, all, all yeah, smoking a stogie. That dude was awesome. Yeah, that's not a bad gig. Yeah. So right. um, let's let's start this. Uh, let's start this off with Christy. What have you been playing lately? Um, so lately I have been playing, um, obviously a lot of Animal Crossing as you do. And I just wrapped up Final Fantasy seven and, uh, that was a treat. Uh, I really spread that out. I really enjoyed it. I I only played about two hours a night. Um, so I made it last and, um, I'm kind of, I think getting a little sick of Animal Crossing. So I jumped back into playing Blasphemous on Switch. Nice. Okay. Charles. I like that little like spread it out yeah no enjoy it yeah yeah, yeah. You, you get the covid life is just like 
Bam, nonstop of this. I also I also have something that I want to show Charles primarily, but I think you guys are going to get a kick out of it too. And I was going through some stuff in storage and found something I stole off the set of the tester. No way. <laughs> Yo. Something from the tester? Nice. Yeah, they explicitly told us we couldn't take anything off the oh. show. But I did anyways, and I found it while going through some stuff in storage when I was in my basement. Uh, today it is hang on let me make sure you guys oh, oh, what? oh wow so oh. Is, is that like, the final yeah oh, so from nice. the last episode um you would we got this card and it kind of told us what the last part of our whole mission thing was was so it was like the instruction card for the very 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 last oh um, sick, dude yeah so it's when we all had to like go into the the tester lab and uh, play. <laughs> what, what the fuck did we even play? Um, Star Rock. Star <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that cool? That's awesome. That's very cool. Yeah. Oh man, the fun. Yeah, that was the final PlayStation history. You know. <laughs> Love it. Cool. Oh, Charles oh. is muted. Charles is muted. I'm sure oh, he's saying he's, some really beautiful things. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> yeah. oh, man. Oh, shit, I did. Nostalgia, I, like, I said something so nice and beautiful. He had to get some napkins and some tissue. Mm-hmm. Just Charles. Uh, so that's amazing. That's a flashback. But um, what's funny is I kept a little anecdote from when – we had the final episode of the tester. I have a Sly Cooper backpack, which was like the backpack that you got with the collector's edition of Infamous 2. Oh, I have that too. And I had, I had Will, I had Will, Achilles Might, sorry, the winner of the show, season three. He put his like um, wristbands from like one of the episodes on it. Fuck, I wish I could show it to you guys. I wish I brought it out. Excellent. But, uh, next time chrissy beat me that's way more impressive i swear on my life i have (laughs) oh my god that's it's like such a crazy flashback so that was that was good to see isn't that weird yeah i know it's so weird fuck i remember when i was in a i was in a van with christy and will when the show was over and i got my ass kicked (laughs) <laughs> I was sitting in the back of the van and Christy and Will were having this like really comprehensive long-term conversation. And all I was doing was like taking it in. I was learning. I was like, shit, these guys are so much more mature than I am. And this is a very valuable lesson to take in. So I just shut my fucking mouth and I listened to Christy and I listened to Will and it was a good ride home. I don't know. I lost. I got my ass kicked. Starhawk beat the shit out of me. And these guys were amazing. So Yeah. Oh, God. Just only good memories. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, that's also why Matt and I and all of us had this idea is because um, I don't know if you guys know this, but the, the year that we met at, at E3 in the Disney Infinity Line for the first year, um, that was like some of the stuff that, that we had in common, like, Oh dude, do you watch the tester? And like, yeah, we, that's kind of how we first bonded. Yeah. And, uh, even that same year, like Matt and I have like this second sight of, you know, finding, uh, famous people. Mm-hmm. 
And I mentioned to him, oh, like, oh, dude, you remember Sky Diddy? And, like, his other partner, <laughs> and, like, uh, I think J-Tight. And I mentioned to him that they were they were there that year. And so we that was the first year we met them, too. And it just, oh. yeah. I, I want to say, Christy, that's the same year we met when I, we were over by Black Ops 3 and Destiny. Destiny. That's what it was. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yep. You were, you were still brunette. Yeah. You had, brown, you had black hair. <laughs> I remember that. Oh, my God. Yep. That was the same year. Mm-hmm. I know. Wow. That's insane. I know. I'm saying That is insane. Yeah. Christy the chameleon. Always <laughs> changes. Yeah. So, Can't keep up with that shit. Jason, what are you playing? Um, still in the Final Fantasy XIV. Uh, oh, nice. Getting my getting my uh, actual friends into it and uh, like you know powering them through more stuff, more content. Uh, That's a great just, game. Yeah, stay vigilant, dude. Don't lose you. Don't lose that party. Yep. So look, I, I'm keep playing, I'm, baby. I'm a, I'm a sub right now for a raid team, so I'm like, okay, okay cool. Um, <laughs> but you know, finishing up hard mode on Final Fantasy VII, uh, finally completing Mega Man Eleven. I got I had it so long, and I just you know, but the backlog is just terrible. Uh, After finishing Mega Man Eleven, I'm gonna jump back to Sekiro though. Tell me when. Tell me when. I'm I'm ready. I'm ready, man. Because like (laughs) like I said, I'm I'm just finishing hard mode on Final Fantasy, and then after that. My wife's going to be on the Switch most of the time, so I'm going to have the uh, okay. Sekiro yep. inside. So tell me when you're on, bro, because I, 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 I don't want to do that that game alone. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I, I, right, need someone to, I need someone to calm me down. <laughs> Theo, what have you been playing? Uh, I haven't been playing much. Uh, my week has been pretty busy with uh, upgrades and systems and also finding out that my computer was nasty as hell on the inside Oof. for my custom water cooling. Uh, so that's currently taken apart and trying to be deep cleaned right now before needing to upgrade to some new parts. Um, we did, uh, we did get to play some, uh, modern warfare recently together mm-hmm. and, and a little nostalgia and, uh, some good together. old, F, some good old F bombs from Jerry from me killing him on purpose, but <laughs> you get three of us killing him on purpose. You want, you want to talk about cursing? Uh, I'm I'm really bad at at COD. Yeah, yeah. I mean, should should we tell him tell everybody about the event that happened last night with you uh, on Modern? <laughs> I heard about this. So so we were playing a match, and like like only like two minutes into the match, Jerry's like, "Did we lose?" What's going on? I see the screen. Like, we lost. What's going on? You know, like the two teams. And then, and, yeah. Yeah, 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 and next yeah. thing I know, he's like shooting all of us in our spawn. I'm like, dude, why are you killing us? Nobody did anything to you. Like, how are you not kicked? You just killed four friendly fires. And he's just still he's like, dude, I. Like I see the end of the game, but I'm. I still thought I was glitching, people. so I was like, I thought I was. He's <laughs> like, he's like, oh, I touched the touchpad. I see the leaderboard the entire time. <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay. Yes. It's I like have... the score is still going up. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> I have a story that will make you feel better, Jerry. It's a very <laughs> short story. Okay. I was before quarantine. I was talking to this guy that I was like. <laughs> 
super into and he invites me over to his house to play video games and we were both playing Warzone when it first came out. So we boot up Warzone and we're taking turns and my first game that I play and he's like talking to me, you know, getting to know me. This might be like the second time we hung out and like we had talked for weeks about video games and <laughs> how I used to be a competitive gamer, right? Right. So I, my, my first game of Warzone um, when we're parachuting in, uh, I cut my cord and I don't know where I went mentally, but I just <laughs> cut my cord and went straight into the ground and, and died instantly oh, and just God. respawned in the gulag. <laughs> but like in front of this guy that I really like. Totally like a noob, like, yeah. <laughs> I, he just looked at me like, what? Like, oh, okay. So you so see, like, you like play games. Um, you, yeah. Yeah, I was like, oh, I swear <laughs> I've played a game before. <laughs> It was, it was oh, so God. embarrassing. Oh, I feel you. I got That's you. That's so funny. Thank and you. Never Thank to me you. Again. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> Jerry. Yeah. What else besides Modern Warfare have you played? Uh, I'm getting back on uh, Final Fantasy. And, Did you uh, beat the Monster House yet? No. No. Come on, man. I'm taking my time. Uh, I'm strategizing. Uh, Do I need to like, no, roll I, I kind of over there? Just be like, yo, dude. Jason. To, but I'm getting back into the groove of things because I was I was I'm coming back from Saints I'm Row. coming back from Saints Row. <laughs> that I mean that's a, that, those are steps back. I understand those are step back. That's a step back, maybe two. So I'm I'm just I'm getting the old gears going again. So Jason, risk COVID, go over there. And I know I'm not yeah. Just be like, yo, dude, just <laughs> yeah, dude. So. Uh, yeah, so that's that's where I'm at. Okay, I'll get so, uh, just like, hey, Pierre, like, can you just do this real quick? <laughs> <laughs> no, I refuse to do that. I used to do that with my brother. Uh, always, he always made fun of me. So, yeah, I did a uh, – my week's been Animal Crossing, which, like, Chris, I'm at that point, though. I just I, – I jump in, do my daily, go get my fossils, go figure out who's on my island. And that's about it right now because, you know, I, I will be doing the wedding about – I'll be honest about Animal Crossing. I've actually gotten so lazy with that now that I have planned to only play once a week and time travel back and go through each day. Oh my God, you're never going to do it. I did it last Saturday. I did it last Saturday. Yeah. So instead of time traveling forward, over the wedding event and started on first day and just went each day (laughs) within like four hours. I did six (laughs) days of events. Wow. So you went Um, backwards. Absolutely. I went backwards. Whoa. That's that's commitment. That's good job. That's cool. Yep. So (laughs) more infamous. I have done that. (laughs) Um, I started a playthrough of last of us. Oh, nice. I just got to, I just got to Pittsburgh. You, oh, you're uh, trying to get you're trying to just streamline it all the way through, like just to get used, to, you know, just get back to the storyline, you know, um, and whatnot. So, I played um, that it's game been a while since I played it. Um, too many times. Honestly, the last time I played Last of Us was when we helped Mo get the platinum. Oh yeah. So yeah, Mo, a few Mo, years needed, ago. Mo needed online help, <laughs> so yeah. he came to Jerry and I. Um, so I've got that pretty much, um, but that's about it other than Modern Warfare. So, um, but yeah, Animal Crossing, I'm slowly approaching that 400 hour mark. 400 hour. Yeah. I think I'm at like 390. <laughs> oh my yeah. So, but anyway, so yeah, it's tonight's been fun. You know, I'm going to say 
thank you to Christy and, and Charles crashing game night. You know, it, you guys don't have to wait till like a year, a year anniversary to, to come on and hang out with us and talk games. Um, yeah. You know, Charles, you've been busy. You've been dodging me because I keep telling you, Hey, you can come on. And <laughs> I really haven't. I just am a shitty human being. <laughs> um, anyways, um, to all our listeners out there, you know, thank you for crashing game night with us tonight. As always, make sure you subscribe to the po- uh, to the podcast on the platform of your choice. Um, make sure to leave those comments, those reviews. Um, follow us at crashinggamenight.com and at CGM Podcast on Twitter. I want to say, everyone, just be excellent to each other and stay frosty. Uh, to all my uh, fellow nerds, please uh, stay safe, be cool, stay in school, and. Uh, yeah, right on. Stay in school during the summer, kids. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> during the summer. Get that extra credit, son. <laughs> Shout outs again. Thank you again, Chrissy. Thank you again, Charles. Like, Thank you guys so much. Yeah. Yeah. It's always so fun. This was really great. I'm always glad I stayed up past my bedtime. Always welcome to Crash Game Night. Always. always. I, don't, I don't get to talk to many people. So uh, <laughs> you guys are amazing. Thank you very much. Anytime you guys want to get on, if you find yeah, anything, in, please. Yeah, absolutely. Just tell us. We would love to have you on again. Yep. Even if it's sometimes five we get minutes. tired of each other, so go for it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Even if it's just five minutes, you know, just <laughs> jump in and out. Bam. Yep. All right. Theo, send us out like only you can. Yep. All right, guys. Thanks for joining tonight. TTFN. Ta-ta for now. Good night, everybody. Good night.